Welcome to the Chlorine King Podcast, where your host, Eric Taylor, will discuss tips for the do-it-yourselfer, answer listeners' questions, conduct product reviews, and host special guests from the pool industry. Grab your swimsuits and let's dive in. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I'm really excited for our guest tonight because he's one of the first pool professionals I met when I decided to get in the industry. More on that in a few, though. Let's answer one of our listeners' questions. Chris asks, Eric, can the rain affect my pH? Yes, Chris, absolutely it can if in a larger amount. If you're dealing with a very light and short summer rain, I wouldn't expect any real significant impact. On the other hand, if you have a ton of rain, like 6 to 12 inches, you can expect some chemistry changes that go beyond just the pH. Things like lower free chlorine, lower calcium hardness, and cyanuric acid, to name a few. I hope that answers your questions, Chris. If you'd like to discuss this further, please contact me and we can set up a phone call. Tonight's topic is a Certified Pool Operator Certification, or CPO for short, and I figured what better guest to have on the show than my own CPO instructor when I took the course. I found him through Google. He had an impeccable online presence, and he was local, so I just had to sign up. It was a no-brainer. After knowing him for a while, I nicknamed him The Professor because his knowledge base in the industry is one of the best I know. I can count on less than one hand how many people I'd consider a true expert, and Rudy is one of them. So let's go ahead and chat with him now. All right, I'm honored to have on the line Rudy Stankiewicz. He's the owner of Aquatic Facility Training Consultants. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Eric. Absolutely no problem. So why don't you give us a little rundown of how you got in the industry and, and how you ended up being the owner of your own company here. Oh, gosh. Well, that goes that goes a little ways back. Actually, I ended up in the industry quite by accident, had no plans on going into the pool industry. Got out of the service back in the early 90s and really didn't have a good grasp on how to transition my skills, my own skills. I looked around for quite a bit and... Eventually, I saw an ad in the paper. A pool store was hiring for an assistant manager, and I liked to eat, so I went down and <laughs> filled out the application. And I looked around, and there were floats tied to the ceiling and all that stuff, and I, I wasn't quite sure it was for me. But again, like I said, I like to eat, so I filled out the app. I was offered the position, and I took that, swearing up and down that, you know, I was going to keep looking because I wasn't sure, again, if pool stores was the life for me. Mm -hmm. So I ended up being with that company for 10 years and ran their highest volume store at one point in time, which was located up on Long Island, which is where I'm from. I was a district manager with them. From there, I went into manufacturing, looking to broaden my experience in the industry. And two different manufacturers, uh, sales positions for both, after a little bit, then I decided that I wanted to try my own thing, and I opened and operated a swimming pool service company in North Central Florida. Did that for seven years, sold that, and was seriously thinking about what I could do next. And like I said before, didn't really plan on being in the pool industry, but mm-hmm. the pool industry had been very, very good to me. So I wanted to do something where I could give back to the industry even if it was in a small way. And I had always had my CPO certification myself and I saw the value in it and I knew the value of the training and the education behind it. And I decided that I would investigate that a little further and 
went to the instructor training class and came out and started aquatic facility training and consultants. And we've just uh, finished our fourth year, heading into our fifth year now. Awesome. Well, that's great. I'm glad to hear that's all working out. So we're going to talk about the CPO certification tonight, as uh, as you're aware of. And uh, so let's go ahead and get rolling. First question is, you know, if you could give us an explanation about what the certified pool operator certification is and why it's important for someone to obtain. Well, the certified pool operator certification is just that. It's a certification. It certifies that an individual has the skills to meet the requirements of the program. What the program itself entails, gosh, it's a little bit of everything, Eric. It provides an amazing foundation in education. It takes you through water chemistry, water testing, algae treatment, filter sizing, turnover rates, health department code. A good amount of time is spent on that as well. In order for an individual to meet the requirements of the program, the, at the end of the two-day class, there is a test mm-hmm. that the individual has to score well on in order to become certified. Like I mentioned, it goes through a bit of everything. You ask the importance of it. A lot of folks don't realize this, and maybe people who take care of pools, well, I know definitely people who take care of pools, don't get the credit that they deserve. Mm-hmm. Mostly what you're graded on is, is it clear? Are there leaves in it? Is there algae? But it's so much, much more than that. And if you really have a good understanding of it, you realize that there's lives at stake in what we do. People can become very ill. People can, uh, cloudy water could lead to drowning issues. So that's something that we handle on a daily basis. Recreational water illnesses can occur if the water is not properly taken care of. And there are some of those that will threaten a person's life. And it's our job to make sure that doesn't happen. So whenever I look at a pool, I mean, I just know that there's somebody there and I'm hoping that they're passionate about what they do. Mm-hmm. I know the majority of folks that I've met do have a passion for it and they do understand that. But I think a lot of the public doesn't really realize how much can go wrong with just keeping that body of water clear and safe. Yeah. And not only that, the fact that it really can harm them if it's, it's to that extent for sure. Oh, absolutely. And you hear about it in the news. I mean, just in the past couple of years, I know everybody's heard about the cryptosporidium outbreaks that occur. Mm -hmm. Um, But also in the more recent news, there's also been a bunch of media attention on Legionnaire's disease. Mm -hmm. And from what we've heard in the cases, most of the times it's been hotels and stuff like that. But you know what? You can get this from a swimming pool. You can get it from a spa. It usually takes something that, you know, throws water in the air because you can track that by inhaling mist or contaminated mist droplets. But a pool with a water feature, a fountain, a hot tub, anything along those lines that creates a mist. And again, it's our job to make sure that that doesn't happen. For sure. Now, to play off of the question I just asked, this is, like you said, it's a certification, so it's not a license to go do repairs and, and renovations and stuff like that, right? No, it's absolutely not. This is a certification. Most states, uh, there's 24 states that require the CPO certification. Mm-hmm. There's a good amount of others that do require you have some type of training, and the CPO certification does meet that as well. But this is not a license. 
A lot of people will call it a pool license. It's not a contractor's license. Mm -hmm. A lot of it depends on what state you're in. In some states, you can go out and do repairs without being a licensed contractor just simply because they don't have that available for pool operators. In other states like Florida, in order to do repairs, equipment replacement, working on a pool itself, really anything that requires a tool, you have to have that contractor's license in order to do that. So don't get them confused. The CPO certification, what that does is that enables a person to maintain, chemically treat, and clean a public swimming pool. Okay, so that sort of leads into the next question. The next question was, is it required to service pools and is it only available to service professionals? Well, it's available to anybody, to be honest with you. And a lot of folks that are not service professionals do also take the course. Uh, We do see, I mean, obviously the greater appeal is to the pool professional, but we also get a lot of folks from hotels, apartment complexes, campgrounds, water parks, aquatic centers, parks departments, you name it. We get folks from churches that come in because they have a baptismal that they take care of. We have a wide array of customers, including homeowners that will take the course because they just purchased a house with a pool and they want to make sure that they have a good education before they actually delve into this task. We actually had one couple that thought it would be a good date idea. Hmm. So they both enrolled for the class, participated in the two-day class, and yes, you know what, Eric? Both of them passed. That's awesome. That's great. That's an interesting date. I never thought of taking someone out on a date to a pool class, but that's pretty cool. I didn't think, you know, I I would have never thought of it either, but it was actually, you know, it was kind of neat, and they got together during breaks and studied together and went through, and they're certified pool operators now. Where along the line should a company or an individual seek their certification? Is there a prime time to, you know, get it or no? I would do it right off the bat. If somebody is actually even considering going into the field, I would look at getting the certification, even if they're not 100% sure, because you need to go into it with some type of education. You can't just go out there, even if you're not taking care of commercial pools, in some areas you're not required to have a certification or a license to take care of residential pools as far as the cleaning, maintenance, and chemical treatment. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that you should go out with no knowledge and give it a shot and muddle your way through it. Because again, the same concerns we have about commercial pools can occur in residential pools. People can become sick. So we don't want untrained individuals out there touching these things, nor should that person want to be out there untrained touching these things. So I recommend taking it right off the bat. It provides a tremendous education, a great foundation on which you can build on and which you can grow on. That would really be the right way to go. And, uh, you know, of course, the certification is valid for five years. So then as far as somebody at a later stage in their career coming back for recertification, always a good thing just to reinforce the things that they do on a day-to-day basis. Now, listeners, he pointed out exactly what I did when I first started out in the industry. I actually attended Rudy's class. And I didn't have much knowledge back then. And when I left the second day, I had a lot, I was a lot more confident in being able to take care of a pool. So 
if you're on the fence about that, it's definitely a good thing to do in the beginning. I'm, I'm a believer of that as well. That's fantastic, and I definitely agree. And I do remember that class, and I do remember you sit right up there in, in the front soaking it all in and i'm really excited to see how much you've done with that information so far and you know it's fu- funny i just posted a video on youtube uh based off of one of your demonstrations you actually do in your class with the uh, aquarium aeration you know okay and yes. uh, it's all about raising the ph so there's several things that i've learned from your class that i still use to this day and tell people about them. They're like wow that's a good point i'm like yeah i know i learned it in, in my cpo class well, I like, you know what, I'm a firm believer that people understand better if they know the why behind things. Mm-hmm. It's, you can't just tell somebody this is this because and don't ask me, it just is, and expect that to sink in. I think if you can actually show somebody something as well as telling them, that that reinforces it tremendously. And that's part of the reasons why... I teach the way that I do. I really want to make sure that people learn. It's not just about a piece of paper to me. Like I mentioned, you know, I may not have set out to be in the pool industry, but the industry has been very good to me, and I do care a lot about the industry, and I don't want to just hand out a piece of paper. If somebody's going to come to my class and go through my class, they're going to spend the money, they're going to sit there, they're going to take a test, they're going to leave having learned something. And one of the things I try to do is, no matter how long any someone has been in the industry, I like to make sure that even the, the, the veterans, the seasoned pool professionals, also leave with maybe something new or a different way to look at something or something that could just make their day easier, quicker, safer, that type of thing. So I do, like you mentioned, I do science experiments. I do water chemistry experiments in class. I take the class out to the pool and I conduct as much of the class poolside as I can possibly work into the program. Everything I do is always on topic, but for example, you talked about raising pH with air. That's one of the topics we cover, and it's set up that way in the, in the program to talk about it, but why should I just tell you, hey, by the way, you know what, you can raise pH with air? When I can show you that we can raise pH with air, where we actually pump bubbles into a solution, and you can watch right before your eyes the pH within a couple of minutes go from a level that's way too low right into the ideal range. Yeah, I think that's just huge. I mean, I'm a visual learner myself, and I'll never forget that demonstration. And I've actually gotten banter on on Facebook groups over it, because, and then I show them your video, and they're like, oh, and then they can't say anything because they're watching it happen. Well, and again, and that's more of the science types of things that we do and that we deal with. And the other thing is, is it does definitely pertain to every day, just sticking on that one topic. Mm-hmm. All right. I talk, tell them you can raise pH with air. Then I show the class that you can raise pH with air. And we show them that by actually doing it right there in class. And then... We talk about how that ties into every day because it's not just smoke and mirrors. It's not a dog and pony show, the reason I do it. We have things that we aerate poolside. If your pool has a water feature that's spraying water or disturbing the surface, it's aerating the water. It's causing turbulence. By causing turbulence, you're causing the aqueous carbon dioxide in the water to actually gas off, which results in an increase in pH. If you have a fountain, if you have a water park, gosh, everything at a water park yeah. sprays air and air rates. 
But even if you have a spa, that's another thing to consider because what's on a spa, Eric? Jets. Yeah, and through those jets, we have a blower attached to that. We pump air right into it, and it answers a lot of questions because if you think about it, all those different bodies of water we just discussed all tend to have the pH run a little bit on the high side, Mm -hmm. if not too high, and that's the reason for it. So if we understand the reason behind it, we actually see it, it sticks, and it makes a lot more sense. I'll tell you, one of the things about the pool industry that's so great, if you can actually grasp the science behind what we do, everything becomes so much easier, so much more interesting, so much safer. And it all makes sense at the end of the day. You're able to confidently explain to the client or you know, the hotel or whatever body you're taking care of, of water anyways, that this is why it's happening. And when they see that, they're like, oh my gosh, this guy's great. Well, exactly. And that's, you know, and that's just one of the experiments we do. I know you sat in my class, so I know you know that we do several things. And mm-hmm. Maybe we won't divulge all my secrets here, <laughs> but uh, we do several things. I mean, even the things that aren't, you know, chemistry experiments, when it comes to calculating pool gallonage, mm-hmm. I'm sure you remember this, mm-hmm. I take the class to the pool and I hand you a ruler and we measure the pool and that's how we calculate gallonage. And I like to teach it that way because when the folks in the class go back to their facility or go back to their route and they start to calculate gallonage, that's exactly how they're going to do it. They're not going to do it sitting in a classroom. They're going to do it poolside with a ruler. The same with the water test. Yes, I think you have a great method of teaching because not only do you show me how to do it, versus just learning in a book by showing me how to do it you make me want to go out and want to try it on my own and i think that's huge and that goes unheard of a lot or unsaid a lot i should say i'm glad and i'm glad that's what you took away from it and i can only hope that everybody takes that with them you know a lot of it's the practical application and the reality of it isn't taking care of a, a pool there's not a lot of um you know sitting in a classroom i mean you're out at the pool you're in the pump room um, you're calculating doses based off of a water test that you just took from somebody's pool. So, yes, we definitely do all the, the classroom stuff that we're supposed to, but when I can work in something that gives you a visual, that gives you hands-on, I definitely make sure that I do that because I believe that, you know, just telling somebody something doesn't always get the point across, but if you can actually involve somebody in something that helps it to stick and it really makes a lot of sense going forward oh for sure i mean you know you mentioned that you you take people down the pump room when you took our class on the pump room it was just a huge eye-opener i got to see these things and not just hear about them in a class someone you know babbling it off you literally showed me all this stuff along with the other classmates so again it's just a huge point to how you teach your course and think about that because even just in this conversation Look at all the details that you remember and the things that we did. It helps it to stick. And I know I learn better that way. So that's what I try to bring to the class. One of the things I decided when I first decided that I was going to be a CPO instructor and I was going to go into education and consulting was that I was going to be the type of teacher that I always wished I had had. Mm -hmm. And that's what I try to give to my students. And I think you do a great job. I mean, people love you and you 
I saw your class personally, and I just think it's great. So you're definitely doing the right thing there. I try. I definitely <laughs> try. So what would you say to someone that's on the fence about getting their CPO certification? Well, honestly, I'd say just do it. But realistically, I need to know what their goals are and why they're on the fence about it. If, Like we said a few moments ago, if it's somebody who's considering getting into the pool industry, mm-hmm. one, the educational value is tremendous. You're good, they're going to need that they're in anything they touch, whether it's a residential pool or a commercial pool, because a pool is a pool. Some are bigger. Some have bigger filter equipment. Some of them have faster turnover rates and higher bather loads, but it's still a body of water. Mm-hmm. If somebody's not sure if they want to take the course or not, maybe they're not sure if they actually want to do commercial pools, and maybe that's what they're focusing on, not realizing that there's such you know, value to education when you're doing residential pools, I would tell them to do it anyway because of a couple of things. One, it helps the business grow if you can establish a marketable point of difference for yourself. And marketable point of difference is key. So you go out there, you're going to maintain only residential pools and the chemistry, the cleaning, just the water, not doing repairs. You're not required in some areas to have the certification. That's great. This is a highly saturated field. It just really is. And you might not realize that until you put a pole in the back of your truck. But the second you put a pole in the back of your truck, all of a sudden, there's a truck over there with a pole. There's a truck over there with a pole. And that one has a vac on the back. And that one has tabs in the back. They all of a sudden appear out of everywhere. It is highly saturated. Having something that differentiates you from the rest of them can give you an advantage and can help your business grow. CPO certification on somebody's business card because they've earned it, because they put such a high value on education that they took a course that is designed for commercial pools that they're not even really required to have, but they value safety so much in pool chemistry and taking care of that body of water to that extent that they're willing to go through a class they're not even required to have, in my opinion, that can give them an edge. The other thing to consider, especially when you're first starting out, residential business and commercial business grow differently. They just do. Residential business, you can send direct mail, you can do television commercials, you can blast it all over Facebook, but ultimately word of mouth, and I'm sure you'll agree, is what helps that to grow. Mm-hmm. And it takes a little bit for that to kick in. But you still need to survive at first. Mm -hmm. You need to survive throughout the whole thing. But the thing I like about commercial properties, not that I, I, and I love residential pools as well, but one of the things I like, and maybe this lends more toward my sales background from manufacturing, but you can actually knock on doors for commercial customers. You can't do that with homeowners. Homeowners, it takes them off guard. It throws them off, and it's not expected, and it's not appreciated. Appreciated, excuse me. But with commercial properties, when you're sitting there waiting for the phone to ring, and you've only had your first four or five customers, and you have another five and a half days of work ahead of you when you don't know what you're going to do, you can go out and knock on doors. You can give that customer a business card. You can tell them, hey, you know what? I'm taking care of the pool down the street. I just wanted to stop in and say hello. Here's my card. And you know what? They're probably not going to hire you right off the bat. 
But sooner or later, they might get to a point where they decide that they need to make a change. And if you've done your due diligence and have shown your face periodically, you're going to be the name that they know. Can't offer to take care of commercial pools unless you have the certification. But there's something they apply in sales. It's called the rule of seven, which means that realistically, in most cases, a customer has to see your message seven times before they decide that they're going to purchase from you. Seven times that they have to see your message. That doesn't mean they have to see your face seven times. It could be a flyer. It could be something on Facebook. It could be you stopping in. It should be a combination of all of the above. The reason why most folks don't get the commercial accounts is because they stop long before the rule of seven has come into place. They'll get their message out two or three times and think, oh, wow, this isn't going anywhere. But if you keep at it and don't harass the people, nobody wants to see you once a week. Sure. But you can go out there once a quarter and eventually, to your point, if they do need to make a change, and sometimes the pool guy, their current pool company didn't screw up. I mean, there's companies out there that are told by their main offices that they need to go to bid. Yeah. I need you to get three bids. We're cost conscious. That's how we're going to go. And, you know, if they like their current pool guy, they'll definitely give their current pool guy an opportunity to bid as well. But this is getting, sorry, I get passionate and get way, I got way off topic here. But, uh, no, we love it. We love it. I think I, I think I got your question answered. So, <laughs> and then some. So, <laughs> hey. So if last, it's not an educational opportunity. What what can you do? Exactly. <laughs> if you can't take something away from it, you know what what are you doing? You know, right. So lastly, regarding aquatic facility training consultants, your company, what other services do you offer besides the CPO certification course? Well, we do a couple of different things, Eric. We offer obviously the certified pool operator course. We offer certified pool inspector. We offer all of the National Swimming Pool Foundation courses. We also do consulting, whether it's business or swimming pool. We can actually design programs to suit a customer's needs. And lucky enough, we've had some good opportunities. And at this point in time, we've actually been literally all around the world. There's only a couple of continents that I've not been on at this point doing something pool-related. So um, I, I enjoy it. It's a lot of travel, and which can be a little wary, but you know what? I love talking with the people, and you know that aha moment when something clicks and you can actually see that? Yes, I remember that from your class, that aha I live for that. That's what keeps me going. That's what drives me. And, and and you know as well, I'm not the, thanks for coming to my two-day class, great, I'll see you again in five years. It's not the way I operate. I make myself available to my students for as long as they need me, whenever they need me. And I do that in a couple of different ways. But I really, again, it's because I value the education. And I'm also very flattered. My students have choices. There are other people out there that teach the courses, and I am just so very thankful that you, as well as others, chose me. So that's part of my program. If you take one of my classes, I'm available to you. If you have a question, call me. 
email me. Email's usually good because I do teach a lot. Um, and you can attach a picture if needed. But I want to make sure that I'm there for you, and, and that's all at no charge. You know, if I can answer a question over the phone or help you out, I'm more than happy to do that. I really do care about each and every person that's been through my class. And I can speak to that again on the personal level. I mean, I've, I've asked you several questions in my growing pains, and, and one great thing about Rudy is that, you know, he answers it in a timely fashion. It's not like you send a question and then two weeks later you finally get an answer from him. He's pretty prompt, you know, as prompt as he can be, and uh, takes care of your, or answers your question the best of his ability. So that's, that support there is great. Thank you. I, I definitely appreciate that. And that lets me know that, you know, I'm doing something right. And I'm, I'm glad that I've been able to do that for you. Absolutely. So, well, that's all the questions I have for you, Rudy. I really appreciate you being on the show tonight. Why don't you, you know, let the listeners know where to find you and how to get in the next uh, CPO class with Rudy? Well, sure. Right now, we actually we have our uh, entire 2018 uh, CPO class schedule set. You can find us on the web at www.pooloperatorcourse.com. So pool is in swimming pool, operator is in telephone, operator course is in class. We're also on Facebook. Uh, it's uh, facebook.com forward slash CPO class. That'll get you to us. Or everybody, anybody who wants to reach out by phone, I'm happy to take your call as well. My number's 352-598-0229. And we currently have classes scheduled throughout the entire state of Florida, the entire state of Georgia. And we do private classes as well. So if somebody's outside that area and wants to chat with me about putting a class together, give me a call. Great. Well, thank you so much again, Rudy, for sharing all this information tonight. And I'm really looking forward to talking to you in the future. Thank you so much, Eric. It's been a pleasure and good podcast, good show. I enjoyed it. Thanks, Rudy. You have a great evening. All right. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Hopefully my conversation with Rudy highlighted the importance of obtaining your CPO certification even if you're only doing residential pools. I was very satisfied with his course and through his teaching methods I maintained a lot more knowledge than I thought I would in only a two-day course. To this day I help other professionals and homeowners alike with what I've learned in his course from the very beginning. He talked about the importance of setting yourself apart from the overly saturated market and something like the certification can do just that. His ongoing support even long after the course is something that pays for the cost of admission over and over again. So if you're in the market for a CPO certification and live or will travel to Florida or Georgia, check out Rudy and Aquatic Training Facility and Consultants. Remember, swim safe and enjoy your pool. Have a great night, everyone. That's all for tonight, and thanks for tuning in. Please send any comments or ideas, how-to and guest appearance requests, and product review suggestions to eric at chloreinekingpools.com. Remember, if life piddles in your pool of dreams, just add some chlorine and keep swimming. See you next time.